our beliefs create our realities. And if there are realities in our lives that we don't like, we can change that belief. And then everything in our 3D reality will start changing as well. Hello, and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our god, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences, or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we, we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Welcome back, everyone. So great to have you here again. I have a really great guest today that has such great examples, especially this one huge example of how important it is to follow our gut and to listen to our intuition and to pay attention to the signs that are out there and to follow that. And so I'm really excited for you to hear his story and everything that he's doing. So my guest today is Giancarlo Tavares and He's been able to read energies and thought forms, you know, past, present, future potential since he was a kid. He's been able to connect with people's animals and other people's pains and sicknesses and even past loved ones. And that's something I want to ask you about later, too, as well, if we have time. So knowing when a neighbor perhaps is about to pass or when a loved one's about to pass. So I'm not going to get into too many details because I know he's going to tell you a lot about him today. So welcome to the show, Giancarlo. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's so great to hear you. And for my audience, I just want them to know, I first became aware of Giancarlo by something called the Coincidence Cafe that I've been participating in, where we talk about coincidences and how important they are in our lives. So it was great to hear your story on there. Like I said, it's such a great example of you following what you had to do. So why don't you just go ahead and, and start telling your story of your move or however far back you want to go to the stage. Thank you, Karen, for having me, Reverend Karen. And thank you, anybody that may be watching or listening to this. My name is Giancarlo. I'm Dominican. I was born and raised in the Dominican Republic, Santiago Dominican Republic. Right now, I'm here in California, in the new me and my partner and the kids just moved our kids. We have plenty of them. And I feel like sharing a brand new manifestation. So just moved here. A few days later, the water heater was broken and it started leaking. And my partner was like, okay, can you just call and make sure to see how can we replace it? And I was like, okay, cool. So I was calling yesterday and the lady that I was talking with, she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think that's going to be possible that they're going to be able to replace it and for the home insurance to cover it. And I listened to her and inside of me, I was like, just watch me. We had a guy 
called Anthony, come check the water heater. And I was like, Anthony, we just moved here. Today's been exactly a week. Today, Friday. We have barely even used the showers and the water here is broken. Can you please help us and help them understand that we need them to cover it? And he looked at me and he was like, I'm going to help you and I'm, I'll make sure that they cover it. And it was such a different reflection than even the um, internet guy that came the other day that, to be honest, is it okay to curse here? Yep. And such ascal energy. And I was nervous. No. And he was like, oh, here's my name and my number. Call me if you guys think anything. And I was like, in my, in my mind, I will never call you. Could I even have the upstairs uh, that I just borrowed from one of the neighbors? Because I wanted to explore the attic right here. And it was open. And the internet guy came me without even asking me if he he got on the stairs. I'm on my phone because I, I was already feeling uncomfortable with his energy. And suddenly I hear this super noise. And when I come, it was him that fell from the freaking ladder. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And he was like, this ladder is not good. You shouldn't be using this. He said to myself, I'm like, duh, you don't even know if you're supposed to use that. And you didn't even freaking ask me. And then when I was leaving, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't do that again when you go to somebody's house. That's weird. He set up the internet. Everything is cool. And today, as I was calling it, we got it approved. Tomorrow, the other team for the water here are coming, and they're going to replace it and now it's starting house. And that's $800 or more right there. Oh, wow. Well, fantastic. Way to go. Do you feel like you've been able to manifest things like that just, you know, your whole life? Yeah, very intentionally. When I was 17, living in Dominican Republic, and I wanted money to go to the bakery at the store, and my mother didn't have it or didn't want to give it to me, I would hear this intuition or this voice that would tell me, when you sing and dance, you can ask for anything you want, and you'll get it. So I would start singing and dancing and singing to Jesus and singing, just like raising my vibration. And then I was like, okay, then I would ask or visualize or pray for what I wanted in that energy. I could feel intuitively when I was able to access, it's like a certain kind of frequency where you connect with the quantum in such a way that like, whatever it is that, that you want, you can just grab it. So that's the same thing that I did with the water heater today. And um, when I would do that in Dominican Republic, my uncle, Galileo, he would come at the door, knock, say hello, ask for my mother, then leave, come back. And was like, oh, by the way, I just brought you these 20 pesos. Go get you something. And was like, thank you. So tell me, for the water heater, do you literally still sing and dance? Or do you just get in that spirit in your body? For this situation, I just said the intention. I was like, because my partner was like, ah, it doesn't matter if it doesn't cover it, we'll replace it. And I'm like, I'm going to get it for free. Yeah. And I'm setting the intention right now. And I asked him to set the intention with me too. And then I just relax about it and I just trust. And yeah, I was open to the possibility that it was not going to happen. And at the same time, holding no 
to that intention. And as I go along my day around breathing or cooking or making love or whatever it is that I'm doing, I bring that intention with me. I just, I was told the other day that I have access like a certain stage in my embodiment where I have activated some kind of like technology in my DNA that able to access and manifest things. I don't consider myself any manifestation expert. Like I'm not even rich one person of my potential and what I'm here to do. And at the same time, when I looked at the movie of my life, I have manifested a lot of crazy shit, miracles in such like unexpected ways that for the logic linear mind doesn't make any fucking sense. Is that right? So when you were young and, you know, maybe sensing that the passing of someone or communicating with a loved one that had passed, was this something that you talked to your family about and how was your family with it? I mean, was this weird or was that kind of normal in your family that people did stuff like that? I have found out after growing up a little bit that my grandma used to read cups of coffee. And when I was a kid, I remember her saying, I just had a dream about this or I just had a dream about you or I just had a dream about... And she was like very intuitive. Even though she didn't really like cultivate it to degrees that we have, at the same time, I do believe that there is gifts and there is a blueprint that is passed to us from our ancestors. Yeah, it's a good point. And I actually, I like that terminology of saying I had a dream about because sometimes if someone says I had a premonition or it came to me in meditation or I heard someone say, you know, I heard the angel say something. It's not always well received. Have you run into any problems like that about people resisting what you're telling them or not accepting the kind of energetic or spiritual work that you do? Every day. Yeah. What do you do about those people? If it's my harder, sometimes we start arguing. I'm also human. Like I have a strong and powerful intuition. And at the same time, I also have patterns, traumas, and all the jazz that come up in my relationship with my partner or with any other reflection. That's true. So I'm curious, meeting your partner, is there a story to that about intuition or coincidence? How did that happen? That was after I was homeless. You asked me before we started the call on how I stayed like, um, performing in all those places. And yeah, as I am thinking and feeling into it, I also... I would do that when I was a kid, also in Dominican Republic, that I would ask my parents, oh, I want to go speak on TV. And they were like, what are you talking about? And so I was on the TV or in the TV show that I wanted to. And it would happen in ways that I was not expecting. So the school would make a trip to the exact TV show that I loved and that I wanted to be on. And suddenly I was on it. Really? That's amazing. I was like in third grade or something like that. There was a TV host, El Pacha, that used to be one of my favorite TV hosts. And he would do a ketchup commercial in Spanish, in Dominican Spanish, is Cachu Linda, Linda Ketchup. And I would imitate him like I was him. And suddenly 
I was on that TV show. Oh my gosh, I didn't even remember because you're, you're helping me remember my child. Suddenly, I was on the TV show. He was the host and he was asking me about the same commercial and I ended up imitating him. Oh, how funny. Stuff like that. You asked me about my partner. Many years later, when I moved from Florida to California. Can you tell a little bit of that story? When they moved from Florida? Yeah. So one day I heard, okay, you're moving to California. And I was like, hell to the no, I'm not. And why not? Why didn't you want to? Just resistance. I don't have any friends there. I don't have any money. I don't know anything about California. Like, okay. Like we're not doing California, blah, blah, blah. Just resisting the calling. For seven months, I was fighting it, and my intuition was just getting louder and louder and louder, and I was getting more and more depressed. The friends that I was with were being more and more assholes, and just like everything was indicating and telling me and screaming at me to do it. One day, I was like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I asked a friend, Amy, back then, that was my friend. I was like, will you give me a ride to a gas station? I'm going to freaking ask truckers, people that were like driving on the way here. And I was going to ask them for a ride. So I did all night long, one by one by one by one. Everybody was like, oh, I'm not going there. Or no, I don't want to do that. Or I was so tired. Yeah. The next day, I was posting and like kind of blogging my adventures. So this lady in Shoshana from Colorado messaged me and she was like, I already bought your bus ticket all the way to California. You just need to go to this bus station. I believe it was like at 3 p.m. or something like that, which is the time that we started the, this conversation, by the way. Then she started telling me, because you remember in 2013 when you and I met in that retreat in Puerto Rico and your husband was there and he was so beautiful and I just feel so grateful and I just like enjoy your company and your presence that I just want to contribute in some way. And I was like, Shoshana, thank you for the bus tickets. And I have never in my freaking life in Puerto Rico and I'm not married. Wow. And she was like, what are you talking about? I made you in Puerto Rico. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that that could have been a version of me in a different timeline, doing his magic to help me. And we may not be consciously aware of everything that is happening. And to me, that's what it means to actually be multidimensional beings. We're here talking, and at the same time, different parts of us could be doing energy work somewhere, or in a training in York, or in Puerto Rico, in a retreat with Shoshana, or whatever it is. Right. And it could be going on right now, right? I mean, like, something she said happened 10 years ago could actually be happening right now, because there is no time. Exactly. Yeah. So all to make it happen with you. I kind of have a story like that. That's awesome. I haven't thought of it that way. I'd love to hear it if you want to share it. Well, I can't remember exact details. What I do remember is I was going on a trip with someone else for a weekend, just a friend. And at the last minute, he couldn't make it. I went anyway, 
And it was a four-hour boat trip to get there. And I did a lot of personal forgiveness work against, you know, my past healing work. And by the time I got to my destination, my room had been upgraded and they said it had been done, you know, months ago. And it's like, I've been in contact, you know, four hours ago it wasn't. But all of a sudden, you know, all these good things that suddenly happened. It was a perfect weekend. I mean, I was alone and I did more work and it was just, you know, I did writing. I did. It was a fabulous weekend. But I knew that a lot of the work I had done on the way helped lead to whatever supposedly happened, you know, prior to my arriving. So it's I'm going to have to write it all out so I can actually say it like a good story. But anyhow, so you got on the bus to California even though you had never actually met Shoshana. It was more like a million buses, I guess. Oh, yeah. And in one of the buses, I met this girl that was living in San Diego. And we were talking and connecting and vibing and just sharing our stories. And suddenly out of the blue, this guy comes from behind me and, and he was like, here you go to support your journey. And he hands me all the dollars. And the girl next to me was like, and in moments like that, I was mostly fasting also. And when I do that, like my intuition is really more activated. In that moment, I just feel, give the money to the girl. What? I just got it. And I was like, okay. And I gave it to her and she started crying. And then she started saying, oh my God, thank you so much. I haven't eaten three days. So I'm going to be able to have my first meal. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was beautiful. And two seconds later, the guy comes back, goes like this again, and hands me a hundred more. Oh my gosh. We start freaking crying, and I was just so grateful. And that reminds me of another time that I was traveling with friends over the country. I went to this festival, and then as I was walking around, I had like a Jesus moment. And I was like, I felt guided by my intuition to go choose a group of people. And I was like, we're going to travel together. And they were like, what are you talking about? And then I kept doing that. And I chose, I don't even know how many people, like eight people or something like that. And then all of us ended up traveling together. Really? Mm -hmm. Two of them even ended up getting married and they have kids. And as we were traveling, though, we were going to Dallas, Texas. We went to a restaurant and we barely had any money. We ate breakfast and then when we were going to go pay, the waitress was like, um, the person that was, uh, oh, it's already gone, but the person that was on that table, he already paid for you guys. Wow. And then we never saw who it was because according to her, he was there and then suddenly he was not there. So I don't know what happened. Hello, adventurers and nature lovers. It's Karen here. I have an invitation to a journey unlike any other. Have you ever dreamed of going on a safari or a wildlife trip that's not just a sightseeing tour, but a profound life-changing experience? Imagine connecting with wildlife in a way that's meaningful and respectful. Understanding the delicate balance of our world and feeling the pulse of the earth beneath your feet. It's not about just observing, it's about connecting. I've put together an exclusive guide for those who want a deeper connection on their wildlife adventures. And this guide is your key to transforming a simple trip into a journey of discovery and spiritual fulfillment. 
In this guide, you're going to find insights on how to mindfully engage with the environment, how to appreciate the beauty and significance of each creature, and how to carry the spirit of oneness throughout your journey. So if your heart yearns for more than just a vacation, if you're seeking for an experience that nourishes your soul, visit RevKaren Podcast, R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com and look for the five ways to make your wildlife trip more meaningful guide. It's completely free and it's your first step towards a truly transformative adventure. Now let's head back to the podcast for more insights and inspiration. So you live, it sounds like you live a lot doing whatever you are called to do and it's taken care of. Do you not worry about things? Do you ever worry? Yeah, I worry a lot. And at the same time, there's this part of me that is like my soul power, inner child power, whatever you want to call it, that just believes. It reminds me of the song, do you believe in magic? And it doesn't matter what may be going through in my life. It's like an unwavering faith that cannot be involved. And I have gone through a lot of shit. And I have even been homeless a lot. And it really cheated. And like, it really expanded. It really showed me how real miracles and healings and just our ability to create our realities is really powerful. Even though there's also many things that we're not able to control, at the same time, there's this magnificent ability. I call it the video game. I call this reality the video game. And I was telling, like, I was just telling my partner before the call, I was like, this is just a video game, Devon. The more we continue learning how to play in, like, we just get the pieces together. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We are just kind of pieces in it, aren't we? So meeting your husband, you were homeless at the time? I was already in my apartment in Los Angeles. Since I was 13, 12, I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional home, like many, like most homes. And one of the ways that I was coping was with poor, isolating and with poor. And when I was in Los Angeles, I felt my heart telling me, okay, you need to start watching porn and you need to start developing a deeper relationship with me and healing. Oh. So I closed all those apps that I had that I was using to have sex with guys. I closed the Twitter and everything that I had that I used to have a very strong porn addiction, by the way. I started developing a deeper intimacy with my heart and also just being more intentional about my life force and my sexual energy. After six months of that, I felt, okay, it's time to meet somebody. So I made a list. I was very specific. I'm not saying that that's the way that it's going to work for everybody. Right. I feel guided on this in that moment to be very specific. So I was like... I want a brown man, a little shorter than me. I want him to be a Capricorn. I want him to have a big heart. I want him to have a beautiful smile. I want him to be a writer. I want him to have a big body. I want him to love children. I want him to drive, to, to love animals. And I just started describing everything that I wanted. I even described very specific things in the sexual department, which also came true. Everything that I asked for, became true. Wow. Suddenly I feel, okay, go on the app. So I went on one of those gay apps that I used to use. It's called Scruff. 
And suddenly when I opened it and I saw him, his aura was shiny. Everybody else disappeared. And I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. I messaged him. I started flirting with him. And we, we got a date together. And the rest is history. We got together. He's a brown man. He's a Capricorn. He's a writer. He just published his first book, children's book. Because finds his power. We were walking a baby, one of his niece's daughter, I believe it was. And we started joking and we were like, what if we had children and more dogs? And we started like a little treat moment. Three months later, we had his four nephews and nieces. Wow. Four months. Three. Three months. Four children. That's pretty quick. So that's like instant family. Are you both dealing with it all right? I mean. It's challenging and it's beautiful and that's transformed and revolutionized our lives. And I feel that they, like I tell the band, they came here to teach us. So they have been our teachers. And like I tell my partner, they chose us. We didn't choose them. Right. That's what I believe. I believe that too. Absolutely. You're teachers for them. They're teachers for you. Everyone's learning. We recently just adopted them. And we were in the process of manifesting a new home for more than a year. And with the first home, it didn't happen. And now recently, we asked, oh, we want to be in nature. We want to be close to water. We want a lot of like, space in the house. And now we are in the mountains. There is a lake. Across the streets. Oh, wow. We just found out that there's extra land, right? That is our, all our property that we didn't know. So it's almost an acre, 5,000 square feet. Nice. You know, the dogs, the six dogs, and my cat, there's a cat too. They have more space and we're still settling and organizing and just enjoying the new life. And yeah, it's still very surreal. The process of manifesting the house kind of blocked for a moment. And we had like one day to get the documents that we need in order to close escrow. Both of us were getting a little worried already. And I was like, okay, universe, what do I do? What do I do? What do we need to do? Is there any resistance? Is there like what's blocking it? And I felt that the band, my partner, was in resistance. So... I went to begin my start massaging his feet, just loving him. And then I guided him into a process to connect with the part of him that was resisting the process of the house. Good for you. As soon as we did that, he got the, the documents that we needed and it was extended and everything. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a, it is a process for sure. So you talked about listening to your guidance and just for the listeners, do you have any particular way that you like to listen to your guidance or that you help other people listen to their guidance? Because sometimes people don't really know when it's their guidance or what it is. For me, it depends in the moment I can see it or I can hear it or I can feel it or I just know it. Or I feel my body guiding me into certain actions. For anybody watching, it could be whatever ways you receive the information. If you're more mental or more 
feminine, intuitive side, like I am, you could receive it with a song or you can sense something or you could smell something or you could feel a guidance to do it in a certain way or there are certain signs and certain synchronicities that will show up in your reality that if you pay attention to, it will guide you, like I call it, to your next right move. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It could come in so many different ways. And I think people receive the guidance a lot. They just dismiss it, right? Because they don't believe it or they're afraid, like you did for seven months in Florida. So you do readings for people or you do appointments, I guess I should say, for people and readings. What How, how do you help people? What What's your uh, method of working, you know, whether it's doing readings, whether it's guiding them to their own intuition or what's your favorite methodology, I guess? My favorite methodology is the one that wants to arise in that moment to help according to the frequency, the state. It's not something that I plan, it's just a guidance that I found. Mm-hmm. Just surrendering to whatever direction my higher self or their higher self or our guides. Or to me, I'm just, I'm like a facilitator. I just surrender to the process and then like, yes, that makes sense. Or like, yes, I felt that. Or, oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter or holding space with our emotions or with our inner child or just speaking into a situation intuitively or coming into their chakra system and sealing leakages. I don't know. Depends what they need. Right. So you're very intuitive on what a person needs and just kind of work from there, sounds like. So let me ask you, I don't think I mentioned in your bio when I introduced you about being part of the gay men's course in Los Angeles. Are you still a part of the course? I am not. You're not. Okay. But you did sing and dance coincidentally because you were talking about singing and dancing is how you manifest things. And I think it's interesting. I have learned that when I dance, something my listeners have never, ever heard me say, I'm sure, but I have learned when I dance, that's when I am connected best with my source. And when I need answers, you know, when all else fails, I start dancing and many things have come to me that way. Wow. And I don't do it enough. And I always say I want to dance and I don't do it enough. But when you were a part of the chorus, did you feel like because you were in that space more often, I presume, kind of in that like connected space of, you know, being with the one, did you feel like it was easier for you to manifest things or it was just, you know, it was just like just another part of your life and you still had to use your other, you know, intuitive hits and, and everything else that helped you, you know, manifest what you need in life? It was easy. And at the same time, the journey to fully anchor that can be very challenging because when I received the guidance to join, I was, I used to be homeless. I was sleeping at the Santa Monica Pier in the city of Santa Monica and all over the place on the beach. That was the only place that I would feel a little bit more safe and also like I could really do that. Wow. At the pier. Yeah. I would sleep underneath it. Have you been? Yeah. Many times. Yeah. I live in Seattle, but I love, well, I love Southern California and Santa Monica. So, so that was my bed in my house for almost a year. 
I was living out there and I feel that there was a type of preparation to help me just continue in the journey of activating Mars, who I really am. A part of me really loved it because I was really close to the ocean, called her Mama Ocean. I would talk to her, I would sing to her, I would just be with her. I still do. In fact, now we ended up manifesting a water business, living water. And when I was homeless, I feel, okay, it's time for you to share your voice and to share your kids. Was like, what's the right next step? And she said, go online, find an organization that you resonate with and share your voice. So I started looking, I looked theater, I looked everything. Suddenly I found the Gaming Girls of Los Angeles website. So my audition, that was a freaky miracle to make it to the audition because I was late. I was resisting it. So me and my homeless friend, we made it all the way over there. He almost had to drag me because I was like, oh, I'm just going to give up. I was scared. We were super late. We had to even jump a door to go eat. It was already closed. Oh, my God. And the building manager was like, are you guys freaking crazy? And I was like, I apologize. I'm just so late for this solution. And I really want to do this. And then we made it through the door. They let us, they welcomed us and let us eat. I did the audition. Before that, in Florida, back then, a singer called Gloria Trevi, a Mexican rockster called Gloria Trevi, used to be my favorite singer. And I started having dreams with her that I was performing with her and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. And I didn't think more and more to her. Then I auditioned for the Gaming Squares of Los Angeles. More than like almost two years later, I didn't think they were going to call me. They called me. It was like when my friend was telling me, he was like, oh, by the way, they called you from GMCLA. And I was like, they said no, right? And he was like, they said yes. And I was like, I know. What can I say? What did they say? And when I was at the pier, the Santa Monica pier, I started visualizing for some freaking reason that I was performing at the farm because I was sleep underneath the Santa Monica pier and then I would perform on top of it. I became a street performer and I would sing and dance and just, and I started visualizing that I was performing at the Santa Monica pier. Then I auditioned for GMCLA and then John Durant, the West the mayor West Hollywood said, you guys have been invited to perform at the forum. Wow. You guys are going to open for Gloria Trevi. Wow. What a dream. Everything just became like slow, oh, sure. And when he said that, I just knew, like, it was like that version of me that already did that, like integrated. And I just knew that I knew that I knew that I was going to be one there. In fact, when we were auditioning for the parts, like, I was not fucking playing. <laughs> that part of me would just take over me and I was, and I would start moving and talking and singing like, like I was really. Wow. I was not only one of the guys that opened the song at the forum in front of 15,000 people of being homeless. I was the first one that wow. opened the song. And I have the YouTube video to show you. I can share it in there. I can share it with you. And I'll... Yeah, we'll put a link to it on the in the show notes. So you were the first one out there singing. That's fantastic. Not only that, 
I got to hang out with her in the recording studio, went to the pictures, and because she was busy doing an interview because I was homeless, to make it on time for the rehearsal, I stayed and slept outside of the recording studio. So because I was so early and because they could probably see and feel like I was not playing, they used me to sing her parts with the band in the recording studio. So for the rehearsals themselves, there was supposed to be her. They used me. Wow. It's just crazy. That is crazy. I mean, yeah, that's all so magical, isn't it? And I know that doesn't mean everything in life is magical, but it's it's really interesting how these great, fantastic things fall together sometimes. Our beliefs create our realities. And if there are realities in our lives that we don't like, we can change that belief and then everything in our 3D reality will start changing as well. Yeah. You know, that is a process and that we are all in the healing, this healing journey. And that many times we can be very hard on ourselves. I am. And at the same time, I'm remembering more and more that the more I shift or integrate or heal or give presence to a part of me that is triggered or feeling certain emotions or feeling separation or feeling shame or feeling whatever it is that it may be feeling, I don't need to be in a perfect state because to me, that is not even number one, authentic. Number two, that's not in alignment. Like, not all the time, 24 single, we're going to be laughing or blah, 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 in fact, like, I could trigger every five seconds. So I'm always feeling through, <laughs> through something. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that's why we're here, right? I mean, we're here to figure out, well, there's so many reasons, I think, but to learn how to deal with that, to learn how, you know, what's our better response to something or what do we like? What don't we like? So much for us to figure out for ourselves, so much learning going on for our own soul's evolvement. So we're kind of actually, we've been talking a little longer than I realized. I love talking with you, but it's just about time to wrap this up. So if someone wanted to work with you, where would they find you? You know, do you want to say something about how, you know, the work you do with people or where to look for you on the internet or how people might find you? I'm going to share my link tree with you so that my website and have access to all my social medias and you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Giancarlo yeah. Tavares. And if you like my email, Giancarlo Tavares 111 at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you. And actually, one more thing that I remembered you're writing a book. Is that right? Do you want to share anything about that? Yeah. I'm going to start writing my first book. I'm also designing a tarot card. My aunt wrote and published his first children's book. Nice. Finds power. So now I'm also in the process of creating the Eakers Finds His Power tarot cards. I love that. It's going to be so cool. That's fantastic. Thank you. All right. Well, good. Then I have that all to look forward to your book, your tarot cards, and who knows what else will come out from you. So thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. And maybe we can continue a conversation and talk about your book and cards one day when they're out. Definitely have a reading with them. Thank you so much, Gary.
All right. You're welcome. Thank you. And to my listeners, thank you for being here. And look in the show notes or on my page, my Facebook page, for the links to Giancarlo's information. And we'll connect with you later. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.